Yo, Kid Kango. Yo, what's up, girl? You the rap girl that call Roxanne. Well, you're all stuck up. Why you say that? Because I wouldn't give a guy like you no rap. I was walking down the street in the afternoon. I gave you a smile so you would assume that if you came along, I would be flattered. But I kept walking and your ego was shattered. I'm Roxanne, the lady devastator. I make you feel hotter than it is in Grenada. The R-O-X-A-N... Oh, oh, are we... Oh, no, is this the... Oh, We're God, doing the show, D'Lo. Please. Just join the call. All right. I guess I'll. Whoa, this is a little embarrassing. I'll get right into the intro. You're tuned to the Trail Show. Get on the trail. Long time listener, first time caller. Arriba, 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 tota. It's the Trail Show. Bam! Ah! Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. Never slap a man who's chewing tobacco. Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. I'm against historical trash. Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Embrace the brutality. Daniel Out of Order Alvarez. What's up, Trail Show? And now broadcasting live from Boulder, Colorado, it's the Trail Show. Coming to you live. From the Bobby Stanton studio in various Colorado, South Carolina, and soon to be Vermont Beer Districts, this is The Trail Show. The Trail Show is the longest running monthly hiking podcast on the planet and has been downloaded over one million times all over the globe. We are on air and everywhere and heard worldwide on all your favorite apps and at thetrailshow.com. The Trail Show has a mailing list. Subscribe now at thetrailshow.com and we will send you very meaningful emails sporadically. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Dilo. P.O.D., what is on Le Menu tonight? Uh, well, it's our 11-year anniversary. <laughs> so it's going to be 11-year worthy nonsense and off the rails. That's all I can tell you. What is the 11th year anniversary thing? Is it like pickle or like a... Did you just say pickle? Is that what I you said? I don't know. Did you say pickle? pickle? I don't know. No, it's like the diamond no, I anniversary, I think the it's, silver yes. anniversary. And you were like, okay, no. diamond, silver, stationery. Clearly pickle is a reasonable guess no, about what... Because you got to fill in between the... I, I, mean, I think... Since you asked, the traditional 11th anniversary gift is made from strong durable steel to symbolize Ooh. your marital Ooh, bond sounds pickle. like a 10 steak a yeah, steel pickle. Like <laughs> wait it could be a steel pickle shaped tent steak yeah that's good wow. i like that okay gear review coming up later i wonder on. if that would also resemble something else hmm what else oh, boy. Not? All right. i think it would just Beauty, resemble we gotta keep it family pickle. friendly here just a pickle 11 year anniversary pod any anything special we're doing tonight other than sell it congratulating ourselves yes, there is something special i have been for the most part alcohol free since last oh, year boy. in may when i had some pineapple and jalapeno infused tequila and guess what i have I the exact same type of tequila tonight and now oh. that I'm not taking a hero's dose of ibuprofen every day, just some days, I can drink as much as I want. And it's on a Monday. So why not get totally destroyed on a Monday night? So the rest of the week is hell. I mean, more hellish than normal, right? It's an anniversary show. On a so, Monday. I that's was what's going to be happening tonight. 
On a Tuesday, they locked me in a cell. On a Wednesday, my trial Lord. was contested. <laughs> On a Thursday, something happened and the judge's gavel fell. I've mm-hmm. got stripes. Dealer and then on a Friday, yeah. my shoulders. Chains around my feet. Acapello on this show. Sorry. Okay. What's yeah. going on? Who sings that song? Johnny Cash. What do you mean okay. who sings that song? How hey. I don't know that Johnny hey. Cash. Hey. I'd like to know it though. Best, like to best let him sing it. Who? Johnny Cash? Yeah. He's dead. Yeah, POD. Take okay. back. Ooh, my teeth are. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I think the virtual background isn't working. Mm-hmm. Or or is that the COVID? This is great for an audio format. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Disco has a mouth guard and a blue mouth guard. He's about to go play football. <laughs> All right, let's go. Come on. Wow. Come on. Well, I got to yeah, finish the show. Yeah, you set, the table, dude. set the yeah, table. Dude, set the table. I did. What are you doing? You did? Where are you? Oh my right god. Then? It's like I'm filled with a room full of men. Come on, it's still the table. Nothing hey, the table has I said. some new things this month. What? What? You, ne- news, you never news. told me that. You never we told got... me anything. I don't remember you saying that. <laughs> oh my god. Bear of the month. Dilo, take it away. I have right here in my hand. The limited edition open snow white IPA from Odell Brewing Company. And here, allow me to read from a beer label that has a ruler so that you can Mm. measure the amount of snow that has fallen by submerging your can into the fresh flakes. Now, is that a tall boy? It is 16 ounces. Okay, I don't know it. what the ABV is. I don't think it's probably, it's probably not all that strong. What's the ABV deal? How many inches? I have no idea. It's 16 fluid ounces. How many there inches are, you got? How many inches? I got about five, but the one is cropped Standard. about halfway. So Standard. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here. He's a grower, not a shower. What the hell is going on? Yeah, what does that Dilo, mean? Please. All right, yeah. Can I just read this beer label, please, without being harassed about my manhood? Thanks. Oh, here we go. Yeah, open snow brewed in collaboration with open snow. Winter sports season is in full effect, and with that comes a renewed focus on incoming weather weather systems, bringing bountiful dumps of snow to the mountains and ear to ear smiles on the faces of skiers and snowboarders. We've partnered with our favorite snow forecasting app, Open Snow, to create a white IPA to celebrate the season. And there it is. Dilo, that's your employer, right? Keep an eye out for those epic powder days coming to a mountain near you. Yes, it is my employer. I work for these guys. Ooh. So your employer did a collab with... We should have Mitch a Brewing? conflict of interest agreement o- Odell. here. Yeah. Odell's? Odell. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Could, they, yeah. could you have them mail us some... Uh, no, that, see, the deal with these beers, I got one of these beers last week because we had a team meeting here in town um, and there was a few of them left over. But they sold these beers, but old, uh, like for maybe six weeks in the wintertime, early winter, but they only sold them in their tap houses. And they have tap houses in like Arvada. No, not even Arvada, like Aurora and Denver and Fort Collins. So I never made it to any of their tap houses to buy any of these. But so that's why I don't I didn't procure any. Or mm. procure many, but there was was a limited edition brewing company. Um, rumor has it next year we're going to have a collab wine. Well, that'll be right up your alley. Yeah, bring right to your book alley. club. Yeah, 
Totally. Bula's wine yeah, of the me month. Me and the ladies, yeah. Me and the ladies can hang out. And sip, the sip book club the doesn't snow. have to be ladies. Well, me and my book club is all ladies except oh, for okay. me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of limited, yeah. we have a limited amount of time before our guest comes on. So let's table the rest of our okay. talk until then after the next break. POD, Trail News, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have Trail News. Here it is. Trail News, item number one, snow closes the Grand Canyon North Rim. Next story. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. Next story. No, tell us more. Uh, I mean, you know, like everything else. Tons of snow. Yeah, right. I mean, close, I think, it's, it's but the Grand close. Canyon North Rim is closed until May fifteenth. Anyway, oh, could you just read okay? The, just read the closed until June second is what it says. So, All right. there you can go. I read? Can I read the story? No, that's all we need to know. The Grand Canyon received oh over two hundred fifty inches story. of snow this year, about one hundred inches more than normal, contributing wow. to impassable roads and infrastructure damage. According to a news release, the delayed opening of the North Rim will allow park officials to prepare the region for safe passage. The, the closure end. Next is also story. likely to send Arizona Item Trail number through But I think it's important to eight- note on the the North Rim, it's closed. Like the facilities are closed, but you can still go there. You just can't resupply. The trails are probably snowed in, so Guys, they're dangerous. Our, our listeners want to <laughs> Okay. To know well, anyway, <laughs> it's not going to work. Okay, item number two. A jogger was killed by a grizzly bear in Italy. They have what? grizzly bears in Italy? Yes. Apparently, that I looked this up because I was like, what? I did not know this. A 26-year-old jogger in the northeastern region of Trentino Alto Adage, Andre Andrea Papis. I think it's pronounced Adage. Maybe. <laughs> a 17-year-old female bear was identified, and they identified it through a genetic testing. Blah, blah, blah. JJ4. Yeah, the bear had also attacked a father and a son in the area in June of 2020. This is a little controversial because people had raised a ruckus then, and then they didn't do anything. Mm. Um, the government had issued an order for the bear to be killed, but then there were a bunch of people in the no-kill camp. It was overturned by a court, and apparently Europe's trying to int- reintroduce um, brown bears in the Alps, so I had no idea. I did what, not know what, it existed. What could possibly like they go wrong? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The, the, so, oh, boy, this is not going to go well. No, it's crazy. Anyway, yeah. Has, have they dropped off any cocaine from airplanes yet in the house? <laughs> right, that's what they need to do. Buck, Buck Thirty needs to be listening to the trail show tonight. That's so that true. Buck Thirty's headed that way. And be warned that there are brown bears that are dangerous. Who knew? Life threatening. Like, I didn't that's know that. Crazy. Yeah, I don't could know. Eat him. I did look it up because I was like, that can't be true. That's a that's okay. a misprint. But no, it said it was true. Okay, item number three. Um, mountain rescuers in the UK's Lake District were called out to help hikers who became unwell after taking magic mushrooms. Keswick Mountain Rescue Team were alerted to the intoxicated group of young adult males by several calls from passerbyers. On Saturday, the volunteer-led organization reported. Eleven rescuers were dispatched to the team who appeared to be disoriented in the Stonycroft, Newlands, and Seathwaite area of National Park in northwestern England. 
Two in the group were feeling unwell, including the driver of the party. So there's that. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Some people got rescued for taking shrooms. And along those lines, item number four, this is the talk of the talk of the trail right now. There was a couple that was traveling up and down the AT in a van selling drugs to through hikers. <laughs> and they got, <laughs> they got caught. And <laughs> oh, no. yep, they got caught. And when they caught them, this is what they had. 5.56 pounds of marijuana, 0.8 ounces of mushrooms, eight no, no, doses, 8.78 8. ounces. Yeah, I rounded up. Eight yeah. doses of LSD and 10 grams of THC wax resin. How much? How many pounds of weed? Five and a half. That's a lot. Of weed. I'm sure the sentencing guidelines agree with you. <laughs> oh my god! So drugs, drugs everywhere. I'm surely in the Alps. Beware of bear. Surely there weren't any AT through hikers that were spending their harder money on those drugs. Yep. Let's see. It's May. And they were in North Carolina. That that checks out to where the, the <laughs> that crew <laughs> the drug sales along the AT would be happening right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's surprising that they were living in a van. Well, I don't know river. that it was like a sprinter van. Like, I don't know that it was the type of van you might be thinking of. No, I'm know? thinking of like an Astro van from 1985. Yeah. It's a little bit rusted out. Yeah, and real dirty inside. Real dirty, and the windows are kind of blacked out. And yeah, yeah, lots of fast food wrappers. Anyway, that's the news. Wow, I did it! Lightning time. Thank you, Pod. We we appreciate those stories this month. There seemed to be a theme: bears and drugs, which reminds me of a movie. A movie I saw somewhat recently. (laughs) But we've already talked about that. So uh, let's get on to our trail of the month. We have, uh, this has been a long time coming. We've been wanting to have someone on the show to talk about hiking the calendar year Triple Crown. And tonight we have what I believe is the 13th person to ever have done such a thing. And this gentleman, um, Charlie Jansen, a.k.a. the Kansas Express, he is a fellow Coloradian and a fellow teacher without further ado let's uh have him introduce himself right now oh I see hey guys hey guys this is Charlie Jansen I see that um aka the Kansas Express how are you guys doing tonight uh what happened is he what are you talking about this is Charlie Jansen I'm so sorry I'm just terribly sorry teachers are so unreliable we're just gonna have to move on and Go straight to Ask a Hiker with Mike DiLorenzo. <laughs> and this uh, is the part of the show where we, where end, we the end the show. The show. <laughs> <laughs> Man, these I, blue teeth. I, I got to get rid of this virtual background. I Yeah, turn off Bluetooth. Yeah, what? The... <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, my God. Oh that boy. was amazing. So we, we just powered through our opening segment to do the interview oh my god 
go now. It's we're two minutes behind schedule. I'm oh, so let's go sorry. back. And, let's go back and read the story details about the Grand Canyon. Yeah, what? Tell us more yeah. about the Grand Canyon. Yeah, snow. let's read about. You know, Grand... <laughs> I won't do that. But I did see another story that I decided not to put in there. That there was like some sort of rock slide or landslide that was going to close it for even longer. So close the Grand Canyon. Oh. Do you yeah. have any details on that, POD? Or also, just, yeah. there were three really. closures on the AT because of bear activity. Yes. Oh, tell us more, POD. I can't because that's all I know. Oh. There's also <laughs> portions of Yosemite are closed again, right? Why? Snow and flooding and things related to snow and flooding. Do you have any details on, on this? I, no details. Just headlines. <laughs> I mean, what else do you need to know? Are you headed out there tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, our listeners would expect a little bit more. From no, yes, it is true. So. They're all listening to the show with a clipboard and taking notes. They would not dare go on the internet to get any updated information or more detail. They definitely just take notes. Well, it we does. do have a, a, do a, we have a clipboard a... thing going on here on the trail. Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Where's my okay. clipboard? <laughs> there's there's lots of hikers oh, on right trail here. right now with clipboards. We even have a call. Oh, Dilo, is that a melamine clipboard? Uh, yeah, it is. Oh, let me hear. Let me take. Some are you notes. are you taking notes on this uh, yeah. Grand Canyon? I'm taking notes and I'm 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 taking names. I'm, I'm kicking taking, ass and I'm taking names. Yeah, I'm kicking ass and I'm taking names. Why take the name? I don't know. Why do you yeah, say well, that? Like, what, yeah, once you ass. kick someone's ass, who cares? Yeah, yeah, and why do you need a clipboard to take their name after you kick an ass? You know. Oh, uh, let's see. What, what's your name? Uh, let's see, Mike Delord. Let's see. Uh, yes. Kick Major big talent says right here. <laughs> All right. Well, I got my clipboard here, so I'm just ready, ready well, to take some notes. I think we're ready for our trail of the month guest now. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're very excited to introduce our next guest. Nothing will drive you to running and hiding in the woods for a calendar year. Nothing more than teaching. I know this because I'm a teacher. I think about it every day, but we're just we're not all brave enough to take that step and just say, screw it. But fortunately, Charlie Jansen, a.k.a. Kansas Express, was and he's here today to tell us about the calendar year triple crown so charlie kansas oh. kansas do you go by kansas kansas express the whole thing either either okay it's, it's all interchangeable it can be okay. kansas train wreck kind of day dependent oh yeah i like that the kansas train wreck well thanks for being with us today we're excited thanks to have you thanks for having me yeah and before before you get into the actual hike um tell us we we want to know a little bit about the why. Like, um, yeah, I think you had hiked the AT before. I don't I don't know if you'd hiked other trails before, but at some you know you'd done some long distance hiking, and at some point you decided, I want to be the thirteenth person to try and do this this eight thousand miles of of the Triple Crown in a calendar year. So, how did you get to the point where you made that decision? That's a great question. Um... I first started kind of throwing around that idea, actually, uh, descending off of Katahdin in 2012. So I had never hiked before, ever. And I was in like, I don't know, hour four of my through hiking career. And I'm like, hmm, is that, is that feasible? Is that my feasible? God, I don't I know if it's feasible. Um, and so I just got down like below the cloud bank on the hunt trail 
uh, mm. descending off of Mount Katahdin. I went southbound in 2012. And I really just kind of wrap my head around, you know, there are two other trails kind of like this, but just in other parts of the country. And I was like, okay, there, because my, 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 my initial goal in 2012 was to do the AT without any experience in hundred days or less. And I'm like, if I could, if I could do that, you know, I feel like it's definitely feasible to do, to do three in a year. I mean, it's going to suck, you know, um, because I'm going to have to be going through winter. So I was actually starting to kind of play around with permutations of how this is going to be done. And about four hours into uh, kind of like the first, my first introduction of just kind of getting my feet wet and uh, into hiking. And then that kind of just like marinated uh, for about nine and a half years. Um, and I just planned for it progressively more and more. And then it was pretty, pretty intense. Um, in that final year of figuring out actually like kind of putting, putting an idea into, into, into action of planning. Um, yeah. Maybe the question is, how did you find yourself hiking the AT in 2012? Well, I had just graduated college. Okay. And it was kind of a college graduation gift to myself. And I kind of wanted an adventure. I know that is, that's that's a, an abundantly commercially overused word, but I wanted to find adventure. You know, I was went to went to college in Kansas, um, ran cross country and track at like a D two school, and nice. I, I I had always wanted to. I'd always I'd been wanting to do it since I was about eighteen. But it was it was always kind of in the back of my mind, like, oh yeah, it would be really cool if I did it at some point in my life, and. Um, I just actually, uh, I went through just like, kind of like a rough personal time, like a rough, like a rough breakup. And in March, I decided I was just going to go do it. And, yep. um, and I told everybody and I told everybody and I told everybody. And then, and then I was like, well, I, I really got to do it now. Like I can't, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't back out now. I'm going to look really bad. And so, um, I took a, I was in a friend's wedding in uh, outside of Chicago. And then I took a 47 hour Greyhound bus from Downersville, wow. Illinois to Medway, Maine, got a shuttle from Medway wow. to Millinocket. And then I started the next day and oh, I had a 52 pound pack and I had no idea what I was doing. In March? No, I, no, I started in July. May. Oh, oh, July. May. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I started July 24th. Oh, so very, very late going south. Uh -huh. So were you able to do the hundred days? I did it in 103 days. Okay. Yeah. Not too shabby. I mean, that's yeah. sub four months. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, well, I, I ran into, or I, I'm sorry. Uh, actually, I, I, should, I should amend my response. It was actually 120, but I was, I was in a cardiac ICU. I was off trail for seven, 17 days. Um, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that's that's probably another story for another time. But uh, wow. okay. I got I, I developed like a like a like a cardiac infection, and so I I ended up in the ICU in Danbury, Connecticut, about a third of the way in. Wow. Yeah. So did that was like to, did that you have was to get five off days. The trail? Did you have to get off the trail to go to the ICU? Yeah. <laughs> no, the same people that were selling drugs on the AT, they actually had a little ICU unit on the back of their van. Oh, oh, oh! You oh, you hooked boy. up with the mushroom sellers, and they yes. had the ICU. Oh, yes. Okay, I got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I had like I had uh, 
I, I, that was a real, that was a real fun time. So it, it was actually, it was actually a hundred and it was actually right on, right. It was either 119 or 120 days. Cause I finished November 20th. Um, and then on day, day 82 of the actual hike, like yeah. actually being on trail with like regular zeros or not, I guess just not. Yeah. So it was, it was 120 days start to finish. Okay. 103 days. I, I think it's fine to not count those days in the ICU yeah. hike. I think it's fine. <laughs> totally cool. It's, it's definitely cool with us. It's definitely I mean, cool with us. So to be accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, but between 2012 and 2022, did you do any long distance hiking? Yeah, I did uh, the Colorado Trail, the Washita Trail, the Superior Hiking Trail, Wonderland Trail, Long Trail. Um, I did a through paddle of the Buffalo River in Arkansas from the headwaters oh, to the we, White River. We call those water trails. Yeah. Water trails. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then the uh, Centennial Trail. Uh, which one? South Idaho or South Dakota? South Dakota. South Dakota, okay. the short one. And then um, the, the Tour de Mont Blanc um, yeah. in France, Italy, Switzerland. The, wow. peaks, of the, Bal- the peaks of the Balkans. Um, that's uh, in Kosovo, Albania, Montenegro. And then uh, the John Muir Way in Scotland, okay. um, the West Highland Way, yep. the Great Glen Way, um, 46 of the 58 14ers in Colorado. <laughs> um, let's see. I think I've I think I'm forgetting a couple, but well, you you clearly have been listening to the trail show for a long time because those are almost all trails that we've covered on the show. So you did you did a little clearly you you got the inspiration from us. Yeah, and you did a little hiking. Okay, cool. Well, it sounds like you did a a a slew of shorter long trails, but then obviously your thirst was not quenched, so you decided I'm going to do this eight thousand mile thing. Yeah, yeah, it was enough to scratch the itch. But okay. Yeah, it wasn't it, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't all that fulfilling though. So I just had to it got to the point where it was just it was just kind of like a, a mental breaking point. I'm like, I I just I can't I can't do what I'm doing any longer. I just I I gotta go do it right now. So I gotta go. Um were you in between teaching things or did you take a sabbatical from your current uh spot? So I I proposed a sabbatical. They would have only the Eagle County School District only would have honored that if it was if it spanned an entire academic year, which makes sense. Uh, okay. So, but the way that I, you know, you have to do it um, mm-hmm. because the weather windows is to take a some take a semester off in the spring and then take a semester off in the fall, and then hike through summer. So, um, because it spanned two different years, I, I actually had okay. to just I, I had to resign, um, but. I am hired for back at Eagle Valley for next year. So um, I'm I'm excited to move back. And what is it that you teach? uh, I teach social studies. I teach high school history. Oh, cool. Cool. Has anyone ever done an academic year, Triple Crown? (laughs) That would be very hard. Uh, It would be extremely hard. And nobody that I know of actually, um, but that <laughs> would be brutal. That would, yeah. yeah, that would be crazy on the, on yeah. the CDT. Yeah. Well, there's always Doesn't a first good. for everything, but anyway, let's, let's get back to the calendar year triple crown. So which trail did you like, I don't even know. How do you organize this thing? Like, And, and did you start January one? Was it like, yeah. bam, you're out. I started, I started February 3rd. But, oh, you were Appalachian like, Trail. oh, okay. So it didn't yeah. have to be calendar year. It could have been like February 3rd to February 3rd. 
Well, no, it was still, I, I started February 3rd and the goal was to, was to still finish by December 31st. Oh, and you up, didn't, you didn't feel the need to start on January one to like have that extra month. No, because I didn't want to go through that cold and misery. Huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. like, I'm just going to move fast. I'm going to move fast and, and just hopefully just like crank through, crank through the, crank through the AT or get as far as I can before transitioning. So, um, cause my goal, my goal is to, I mean, ideally my goal was to do it in nine months and my, I did it in nine and a half. So, wow. um, I finished November 15th. So you failed is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in some capacity. Oh boy. Kansas right. Express, don't mind us. We're jackasses. Just no. okay. So no. you started through, February 3rd at Springer yeah. Mountain. Did you do the yep. approach trail? Did you do the approach trail? I did do the approach trail this time. I did oh, not do it. Oh, thank God. Thank God. That was a deal breaker. That oh, my invalid, God. Dude. Your count, your uh, trail would have been invalid without that approach trail. <laughs> yeah, it really would have been. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So did, did you, you take the Eagle Creek cutoff on the PCT? Wait, we haven't no. even fit. We're, like, okay, just, we're still, we're still 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 What are you doing? You're jumping way ahead, please. That's how my Holy mind Georgia. operates. I don't care about the no. listener. I can only care about my own questions. How far north on the <laughs> AT were you able to get before you had to jump to your next trail? So I got 71 days into Kinsman Notch, New oh. Hampshire. Whoa! Wow. Wow. Far north. Was there a lot of snow in New Hampshire? Yeah, there was. Yeah. There was a lot of snow. It was no. at that point, that was April 14th. Oh my oh. god! Yeah, so it was it was uh, it was not it was not fun. It was pretty manageable going. I the litmus was getting over Musilaki, so I got over Musilaki and it was brutal. And I got down to Kinsman Notch, went to North Woodstock that night. Um, I had a resupply. It was kind of a shorter day, and then the next day I attempted going up Mount Wolf and South Kinsman. You know, a brutal like yeah. that yeah. that 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 section is pretty much all the way to like Pinkham Notch is rough, real rough. It's just rocky and very- On dry ground, it's rough. <laughs> yeah, on dry ground, yeah, it's very rough. And it was, it was. Uh, I was sinking to my waist in snow. So it was uh, not great. And I, I only had a, it was like, it was like a 52 hour window to get over Mount Washington because like negative 20 uh, degree temperatures and 105 mile an hour sustained wind was forecasted. And I'm like, I'm not going to make it um, at, at the pace Jeez. I was going because it was it was pretty it was pretty slow. So I got about three miles up, got to about Mount Wolf, and I decided to turn around. Got back to Kinsman Notch um, by midnight that night. I was back in Kansas City. I I got I yogied a, a ride from Kinsman Notch by a guy who took me to Plymouth, New Hampshire. Rented a car, drove to Boston, Logan, flew out. Uh, to Kansas City. On the 16th, I switched out gear for the desert, made a stop at REI, crashed with my mom, and then I had a 7 a.m. flight at San Diego on Easter Sunday. And then by 3.58 p.m. that day, I was hiking. I was on the PCT. Yeah. So it was, wow. it was uh, truly... Yeah, by by the time I was I was actually hiking on the AT, which was my seventy sec my failed seventy second day, to the first day of the PCT was I think forty six hours. Okay, so let's just take a pause real quick. All of which you <laughs> describe sounds logistically very very difficult to pull off. Like even if you happen to be sitting in front of a computer like all hours of the day type of thing, 
how did you do that? That just sounds crazy. And it's Easter Sunday. Like, how yes. did that, how did that so, work? My incredible wife, who is uh, kind of a logistics savant, um, really helped to piece that together. Um, the kind of the original plan was, is I really wanted to be like the second person, I believe, um, to do a calendar triple crown, doing all three to completion before, Uh, you know, before starting the next one. Um, but I knew I had to be like flexible in some capacity to stay alive. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was just pretty, it was just pretty dangerous conditions, honestly. So. Um, I knew that I might have to like punt. And so punting I did. So yeah, but it was pretty flawless. So some strokes of good luck, but also um, we arranged that flight that day, actually, when I was turning around from, I actually called my, I called my wife from Mount Wolf and I'm like, we need to figure out, you know, a flight from, from Boston to Kansas City tonight. Um, And then, yeah, and then got the flight for that Easter Easter Sunday, and um, it was it was a very very smooth transition. Wow, that's great. So yeah. then, at that point, you're you're on the PCT. Were you able to go all the way? No, I got no. to Dunsmuir, California. So yeah. I did get through all the Sierra. Okay. Um, and Hat Creek Rim, you know, did was it was was the Hot Creek Rim? Yeah, um, already. Yeah. Yep. Even though it was pretty early, that was that was uh, early June. Okay. Um, so I was on the PCT for 56 days so from the border to Dunsmuir. So I, ma- I made it 1,501 miles. Um, okay. And then looking at the kind of the Cascade snowpack, because it was particularly heavy last year, huh. um, there were some pretty, pretty sketchy, like kind of high, high angle traverse cornices um, near Etna Summit. Um, oh, and so that, interesting. Was a pretty, that was a pretty good litmus for, <clears throat> for the cascades of like Oregon, even though I knew it was yeah. kind of like kind of tame. So, um, I decided to go back to the AT. Then I got back on trail. I was, I got off trail, uh, the PCT on June 11th. Um, I took a red eye from a friend of mine, um, picked me up in Dunsmuir went back, showered at her place in Anderson, California. And then she, I flew out of Redding and I took a red eye from Redding, California to San Francisco and San Francisco to Boston. And okay. then I took an Uber from Boston to Kinsman Notch. Wow. Nice. Can I ask what that yeah. cost? Uh, it was $156, okay. but it was, it was 550 to rent a car for a day. So yeah. that was the what? best option. <clears throat> yeah, it was crazy. Oh yeah, it was nuts. God. Like, and I'm like, I'm like, this can't be right. But but it was. That's that's the best deal I could find. So Vincent, um, a Nigerian-born 70-year-old man, I had a great conversation with him, and he drove me all the way to New Hampshire to the white. He, he's like, I've always wanted to go to New Hampshire. I'm like, we're going. <laughs> we're, we're going. going. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I ordered a pizza from a gas station, and we went. And he dropped me off, and it was it was night by the time he dropped me off. Um, and then that was just a one day transition. And then on that was the 12th, and then on the 13th, I was hiking back from Kinsman Notch North, and then I finished at Katahdin on June 29th. When you got back on the AT, did you meet up with any other AT northbounders? Was there anybody else? There out were there? very, there were very few because I was the thirty fourth or 
38 person to finish overall for the season so when wow. you were passing at northbounders where they were like hey man where, where are you coming from what are you doing yeah I, I think a lot of people were pretty skeptical uh, yeah. of, of what i said i had done because like uh, oh, yeah. like we've never we've never seen you mike well this is a little bit of an atypical mission and i did have a 56 day hiatus you know going over 1500 miles on the PCT, we were like, so. dude, well, that probably made it even more unbelievable because it's like, wait a minute, you yeah. started the AT on February 2nd, took took some time off, went and did 1500 miles of the PCT. You came back and now you're still in front of everybody. And yeah, I could see where there might be some some confusion. Well, it was cr it was crazy disbelief. because I think I was the last person to to Katahdin on the 29th, but I was the 11th person that day. So had I been the first person that day, I would have been wow. like the 27th person. So there were 11 of us that summited that like northbound through hikers that, that got there that day. That seems really early for that many people to show up on Katahdin on one day in late June. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, but then, but then like after me, wow. I think there was a, there was like a bubble that like I almost caught, you know, in the like, like the, just like the last few hours, like the last day. Yeah. But, you know, I was really hammered to the hundred mile wilderness though. I really enjoyed it in 2012. I was like, man, we're, we're there. I'm about to complete the first trail. Cause you know, you're almost, you know, you're like 3,500 miles in and you haven't completed a single trail yet. Yeah. And like, right. this is day, right. like, this is day one, this is day 145. I need to finish something. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you can put something behind you. Yeah. All right. So so you summit Katahdin and now like is the decision to start the CDT or go back and pick up on the PCT? It's pretty determined to just go and, and finish off the PCT. Okay. So down climb Katahdin and a friend of mine who I met in 2012 on the AT in Stratton, Maine in a hostel, he and his wife, or I guess his wife now, um, his, uh, his fiance, they live in Island Falls, Maine. And so they actually, um, yeah, so they picked me up um, and then they drove me all the way to Bangor and we stopped at Stephen King's house, mm. took took some money shots. And then uh, the next morning, I it was like a 5 a.m. flight out of Bangor back to Reading, where I got picked up by the same friend. And then she brought me back to Dunsmuir and I was so tired. So you um, didn't hang out, no hanging out with any of the AT through hikers to celebrate. Well, I did at the summit. I did at the summit. Yeah. Um, and then you're out. You're like, I got to go, guys. Nice yeah. meeting you. Good luck. I, I wish you luck in the rest of your life. <laughs> I got cocktails good, with Stephen King, luck. and then I got to get to California. Good luck getting back into society, man. Yeah. You know, all that jazz. It's going to be a tough reentry. I love you guys. See you. Uh, I, I did hike with three. Yeah. I did hike with three people off of Katahdin um, down to where, like, the hunt trail kind of, kind of becomes, like, runnable or, like, fast hikeable. And then, um, You're like, because I, 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 I told them that I was going to meet them in Millinocket at a certain time, and I needed to get there. So, like the the AT Lodge, um, which I don't know if you guys ever stayed there. It's no, it it it, it it's in Millinocket. It's like a hostel that pretty much all northbounders and southbounders typically stay at. Yeah, they have a shuttle service, so they they came and dropped me off got reunited, went out to dinner. And then the next morning I was out on flight and then one day of transition. And then on July 1st, I was back on the, I, so I finished the AT on the 29th and back on the PCT on July 1st. So I just, the 30th was the transition day. So my rule was like one, like one day of transit yeah. off. 
but I, I never took any more. Okay. Um, and then from Dunsmuir, I got to Ashland and that was six days, five, six days or something. And then I got COVID oh. actually in Syed Valley. It would be in Syed Valley. Of course. Oh, <laughs> brutal. Yeah. The state of Jefferson. Yeah. Where the rules of just life and the universe don't apply. That's right. <clears throat> so I got COVID. I was up for four days. I was, I was uh, put on my back for four days. And then I knew this, the, the only commitment I had the entire year was I was the best man at my best friend's wedding in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I got COVID. And so literally it was exactly five days of quarantine. And then I was on a plane to Tulsa and I'm like, I hope I am not like the super spreader contagion. Oh, yeah. So that was another three days because it was a traditional Indian wedding. And so like as the best man at a traditional Indian wedding, I don't know if you've ever been to one of those, but yeah. you're like the court jester. You're learning choreographed dances. I'm like, I have literally seen what? in like 4,000 miles and there's like 500 people. And I like, I'm a white guy with two left feet. Like it's not a great, it's not a pretty picture. Oh my and God, so man. it was like very, very, it was, in a, it was such a fun wedding, but it was very overwhelming. Wow. And it was like right after COVID. So that was, that was, that was a seven day stretch completely off. And then I was back on trail. I had to fly out of Medford, fly back into Medford where I got off trails like 60 miles away. How do I get back to that exact same point? And so I put out some feelers on like the 2020 PCT 2022, like Southern Oregon trail angels page in this okay. dude who, who is the dad who is the dad of, of this, um, of this guy that I met is just like, it's like, oh, we'll pick you up in the airport and just take you right back. I'm like, oh, perfect. So by, I get off the plane, we make a stop at REI. I hid my isobutane fuel in my, in my, in the bug spray in a bush outside of the airport because I knew it'd be confiscated. <laughs> so I, I dug that out of a bush. I dug that it was out of there. there. It was there. It was there. Yeah, wow, that's amazing, like, dude. Three, that's, four amazing. Days that's amazing. Wow, because yeah. like the security wasn't like, what is this? This is a we bomb. Found a, we found a fuel <laughs> canister. Yeah. Let's remove this from the airport vicinity. Yeah, yeah. It, well, okay. like wow. the the flight was at was like at four a.m. or yeah. five a.m. to Tulsa, so it was like dark outside. So I just like snuck the canister in there, and then I I was on my way, and then um. They confiscated my trekking poles in the Tulsa airport, though. Um, oh. So I had to go get uh, a replacement. Yeah. And so then I was back. I was back on trail. And then pretty much from from there on, like with the hiccups out of the way, COVID wetting out of the way, I was just I was just ham I just hammered to Canada. Like I was putting in some pretty mm -hmm. just some long days just did to kind of any, like make up for lost time. Did you happen to take any naps on the trail? <laughs> during this time like naps no naps. The day, like no naps no naps no so naps like, i yeah. i actually felt so so good and rested that um i was like you know i was so fearful of like you know long covid that people yeah. talk talk about that they're just so they feel so gassed for so long yeah so i was like i really hope that's not me and fortunately i just i was just able to put in some some really good days before for getting to Canada and then um when'd you hit the border? That was August 12th. All right. So okay. now August 12th, you're like, 
later PCT hikers. See you. Everyone's like, I just have a journey of my life. And you're like, me too. Peace out. Let's hang out. Let's hang out in BC. Yeah. And you're like, I actually actually spent uh, like appreciable time at, at, at like the Termini. So Katahdin, I spent a lot of time, um, you know, at the, at, at the border terminus, um, at the U S Canadian border, um, in Washington, I spent appreciable time. And then what's, what's fun is because, because you couldn't, you couldn't get to Manning Park because of like mm-hmm. COVID restrictions and right. whatnot still in place. You do the victory lap back to Harps Pass. So I still had to go right. another 30.6 miles oh. back. But what was yeah. great is that I got to see a lot of, um, I got to see a lot of uh, friends that I hadn't seen since the Sierra. Oh, wow. Um, That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So it was really cool. Like so many, so many people, they're, they're like, you're just finishing now. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I like, I had some, I had some hiccups and I had to finish the AT and, um, yeah. yeah. August 12th is still damn early to finish yeah. a PCT through hike. Just saying. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's people that finish in late October, so I would say yeah. August it, it 12th was hot. Is, it was, it was, yeah. it was quite hot the day that I finished and then had to go back. And then, you know, I didn't have a ride at, 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 at heart or at, yeah, at heart's pass. So hitched a ride down to Mazama and then my wife was flying into Spokane and was going to come get was like, she, she's like, get at least get down to a town because, you know, it's a rough road to get from Mazama all the way to Harks Pass, which is like 15 miles of very rough, you know, dirt gravel road with a narrow, you know, with narrow shoulders. So I got down, I got down to Mazama and I hitched with a guy and he's like, where are you trying to go? I'm like, just east. I need to get as far east as I can today. So my wife doesn't have to come all the way over here it to, only to go all the way back to Spokane. So um, I hitch, I got as far, I got about 90 miles east. Kind, I wanted to get to at least the Grand Coulee Dam um, of like East Central Washington, but I made it to the OMAC, the, uh, to OMAC Washington, which is the confederated colville tribes reservation and it was the day of the omac stampede washington's largest rodeo the whole okay. state is it's like fifty thousand people it goes from this like sleepy res town of like five thousand to like fifty thousand in a weekend and there's like helicopters there's like you know there's highway patrol there's like armed guards be, you know to cut down on like all the riffraff and everybody was going into omac nobody was coming out and so they were having, they're like native pow, powwows. And I mean, it was, it was awesome, but as like, just like a fly on the wall. And he's just like, oh, this guy's like, this guy's like, like, is he native? I don't know. Like, it was just like, so dark um, just from being in the sun for so yeah. long and everybody was coming in, nobody was going out. And so she had to end up, end up coming all the way to OMAC. And then we had to go. And then as soon as she picked me up, we went all the way back to Spokane to spend the night. And then from there, that was the that was the night of the 13th. And then the night of the 14th, we got to Kalispell, Montana. So we yeah. drove from Spokane to Kalispell. And then that was the 14th and the 15th. We stayed in East Glacier. And then I started the morning of the 16th on the CDT. So that was like the longest transition just because I we had to go by car. So um, August 16th as a southbound CDT, or you're late. Way late. Way late. Way late. You're gonna be hauling ass. So yeah. Yeah. Was this last year? Yeah, 2022. 
I don't remember how the fall went last year since I wasn't hiking. Fall came early, but you blew through. I mean, it, when did you say you finished mid-November? I finished November 15th. I entered October or I, I entered October. I, I entered Colorado September 30th is when <laughs> I got to Colorado. Okay. Wow. Late, little late. <laughs> little late. Yeah. yeah. So the first week was brutal. The first week is brutal. So I did, I did do some alts. I did, I did not. Oh, that's it. That interview is over. Dude, get yeah. this guy off the show. <laughs> get him off the show. Disco, you didn't say anything. He didn't hike. It was, it, it was, I tried to maintain, so at least he's got I, that, but. I, I tried to maintain like most of the integrity of, of the CDT. So my rule was like um, marked, marked alts on far out only. So I did do the Anaconda. I, I didn't do big sky. So I did, I did do the Anaconda. I did not, I did not do, I did do yeah, the Yeah, we did Anaconda. Off, I did, did do the Creek cutoff. Okay. Oh, the border's going to hang up on you now. <laughs> yeah, there was, no. you know, it, it, in my defense, there was a, there was a crazy blizzard that, that yeah. hit. Uh, about yeah. six hours after I got to Chama, New Mexico. Um, I, I, I think I, I think with the CDT, like, I mean, I know that there's a lot more trail now, but like, I know when Disco and I did it's it, like, still not finished. There, there's so many places. There were so many places for us anyway, where there were three lines on a map. We have the JLA maps. That's the old school, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's like, okay, the official trail goes down into this like little valley that doesn't exist. Yeah. No or you can go like do an extra 2000 vert over this peak on no trail yeah. or yeah. you can side hill on like a goat path so yeah. it's like so when it comes to the cdt i feel like yeah. the whole like official trail thing is like the reason there are alternates on the cdt is because it, the weather is so intense you know like yeah. i mean yeah. and, and and the fact and the fact that as of 2022 still only 70 percent of it is complete yeah, exactly yeah and yeah. um I, I was uh, I was very purist through Wyoming though, and I was like right on the red line. And it's just like there's not a semblance. No human has ever walked here before. I was like, look, I'm, yeah. there is no there is no discernible yeah. trail for like 200 yeah. miles to the Great Basin because yeah. everybody takes the road. I'm of like, course. I'm gonna be good, and I'm just gonna stick to the sagebrush. No. And it was just like there's no there's literally no trail. There's not even a game trail here. And oh, so the like, road the road through the Great Basin isn't. Yeah, that was the trail, trail when we went that, through. That was the trail in 06, but that was a oh. long time ago. Why yeah, would no, you but... walk through the sagebrush in the Great Basin? That makes no sense. Like that's the road trail. is a trail. Like there's no nobody on that road. It's not like wanna, yeah. road is the road. Road see, is not a trail. You need to see. Yeah, every I was. Blaze. I was just following the red line. <laughs> every blaze. The there's and, no um, blazes in Wyoming. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. There's not even. There's no markers. I guess there's nothing here. Okay. Yep. Wow. Okay. Did you so, ever have like a? Were you ever tempted to just skip like the basin and go to Colorado early? Because you know it could have easily snowed even earlier and cut you out of all of Colorado. It was snowing on me in Bois, Wyoming, and on September fifteenth, um, and I was determined to just like just do the trail. Just like you'll get through it. Just like even even if it snowed i know that the snow wasn't going to like significantly pile up it was too early so it was yeah. going to suck and i would you know probably have to tramp through some snow but it wasn't i don't i feel like it was early enough that it was going to be hard for the snow to like consistently stick for the rest of the season i could have been wrong but that was the gamble that was kind of the gamble yeah. that yeah. that i totally. um, 
Did you? It must be nice to not have a logistic issue. It was just like I just got to go. Like I don't. Yeah, it was no really nice because that was no the more planes. Let me just go. Yeah, that was the only trail that I I completed in just one swing without having to section it up because right. the AT was two sections, the PC two was, was two sections. Mm -hmm. Did you so. finish at Crazy Cook? Yeah, Crazy Cook. Tell us about your last day on the trail on this hike. So last day, I was only a 12.7 mile day. Um, Whoa, I had been doing like 41s for a while. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, but you know, like the booty is pretty, pretty easy. Yeah. Um, and like, once you get south of Silver City, I mean, it's a cruise fest. I mean, it's flat, yeah. like very flat. The last day was 12.7 miles. I stayed in this dry wash underneath this incredible oak tree. And it was pretty surreal. Um, my mom, my mother-in-law and my wife are all going to meet me there. At and the with border? one mile... At the monument. At the monument. Okay. Did they rent like a, a, a four-wheel drive? drive to high it, was vehicle? it was crazy. So like my 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 in-laws, my mother-in-law and father-in-law just purchased a Kia Telluride, like fully loaded, super. I mean, the thing's a tank. Yeah. They love it as like a luxury vehicle. And they're they're farmers in western Kansas. Um, but they that was like the pride and joy. And you know, if you finish, you know, if you have finished at Crazy Cook, the only cars that you see are like are like Border Patrol. Yeah. And there you're going through so much like brush that's scraping up against the car. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. It was <laughs> brand new. It was like a month old. Oh like, you can hear that paint job just nails on the chalkboard. Just yeah, this is the wrong car to bring down. But it was great. I saw them with about a mile left. They stopped and they waved. Oh. And then they met me at the border. Maybe it was like two miles. Wow. It was like a, mi a mile or two left uh, where the trail intersected like a little dirt track. And then I made it there. And I'd been following somebody. I, I noticed the previous night. I'm like, somebody is wearing a size 12 Ultra Olympus 5. <laughs> that's hiking. and i and yep. i know and i know it because i wear i wear ultra olympus fives and size 12 and sure enough about 30 minutes before uh, before i finish three guys finished wow and i had never seen them before wow and they started i think june 15th or two so. months before you did so they yeah. took some naps <laughs> And yeah, they, they, were, they were super yeah. awesome. And they, they were trying to get to Hachita yeah. to get a ride somewhere. And, and we just offered them a ride. So it was, it was my mom, my mother-in-law, my wife, three other stinky hikers and me in this brand new Kia Telluride, oh. just romping through the desert to get to the highway near Hachita. And then yeah. we actually went to Deming for lunch yeah. and we all had lunch together. And then they were catching like a bus to go get to like, forget where they were going or where they were trying to get to. They were from all over the country. So um, it was really nice to actually be able to kind of decompress and share a moment with other hikers. Cause I really yeah. had that the entire time. And it was, they were super awesome. And, you know, like the, just the, just the trail community is so supportive and like, so giving and they were just, they're just like super cool. So we got to exchange stories for hours that 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 final day my you know that was day day 286 for me um yeah so that was uh yeah it was great it was awesome congratulations man yeah, yeah. Congrats. 
That's amazing. Did you set the record? What's the record? No, the record I think is 236 or 240 or something. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that was by um, I don't know if that's if that's Heather Anderson or um or if that's Jeff Garmeyer. Um one of them set the record, but you know, like the with so many different alternate, like so many variations yeah, of the CDT. I know, but yeah. you still have to just, you have to say like, I hoped the CDT and you have to kind of let it go. Cause it's like, you know, like, yeah, I did the butte cutoff or I didn't or whatever, you know, it's, it's, you know. Well, yeah. for example, like can't I, split hairs I didn't, um, um, the, the water was, was actually um, quite high that time of year from early snow, from early snow runoff. So I actually didn't do that. I mean, I know the Gila is an alternate itself. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if anybody who actually has done, like when you guys did the CDT, did you take the Black Mountains route? Nobody or, take, nobody took that back right, in the day. Exactly. I, I don't know yeah. a single person even today who took it. So everybody takes well, the Gila. Yeah. All, but I, I didn't even take the Gila because it was so cold in the water yeah. we, so we didn't either <laughs> we, we took we an took, alternate through the Gila. we took an alternate and we crossed the Gila one time yep well i did i did like i did like the i did like the north and middle fork of the Gila but the the Gila where you're really like socked in that canyon for x number yeah. of miles yeah. um so yeah i was like crisscrossing the Gila when it was still like very manageable like further north of um of silver city but i didn't um the actual like gila section that everybody talks about i did not do we um, were hiking with two other friends and we actually split ways at the dripping vats campground and okay. they crossed the gila like 60 times or whatever yeah and Gross. we crossed it once and we just happened to all we happened to come down and cross it at the same time oh, they crazy. got to that crossing but they were like so upset because it had been so because they crossed a bunch in the morning that day so it was like yeah it was very like cold tw- tw- yeah because at this point it was like november yeah. 10th or 9th yeah. and you know it was you know it was below it was below 30 degrees at night even even at that point in the desert um yeah, for sure and so i was just um i was worn pretty my body was worn pretty thin i'm like man i would really hate to just like die with like 150 miles left of this mission <laughs> of really being when when you finished <laughs> were you like a, a hundred percent ready to be done or was there any part of you that like had a little bit more left in the tank and kind of wanted the thing to go on i actually had so much left in the tank yes you're not, you're not going yes. back to school wow. you're not going back to school until the fall so you've got right. all spring yeah so yeah. it's just like there was like so much there was like so much sacrifice of both you know myself and my wife had to you know had to make an order for this to happen yeah. we talked about like only this and like yeah like so, some days like i definitely like reached my limit it was like so incredibly hard but as like as an experience in general and i know that hindsight is always 2020 but i just thought it would have been a lot harder actually like mm-hmm. there were like some very hard days like don't get me wrong and i was like just so like upon it felt so punished and so like crushed at the end of some days but as a whole though i felt pretty i felt pretty good so we had talked about we talked about like hey if you're feeling good you know like maybe it's getting pretty late in the season you know go do 
the Arizona trails like a victory lap or do the <laughs> trails like a victory lap. And so f- I was did really you, wait, wait, wait. Did you just say the Florida trail? Yeah. That okay. sounds like a punishment, but I say that as a Floridian from birth. <laughs> yeah. What'd you do? So, well, I, it was just with my, with my family there, I think that everybody was ready for it to be done. And yeah. so, you know, I felt like, you know, in some capacity, I, even though she had known about this, that I was going to do this in so, at some point in my life since 2015, I just, um, cause it, it came up on our first date. I felt a little bit obligated to be done. Mm. Yeah. Like for them. And like, I yeah. like, I was tired and I was ready to see friends and family, you know, it was like the week before Thanksgiving and. I was ready to, I was ready to eat and, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, re- just, just ready to kind of like decompress and like unpack this experience. But outside of, outside of like two, two early, two early infections starting on like day 11. And then I had a, I had a, I had a ruptured uh, sacroiliac joint in my lower back. But other than that though, Ooh. I was like, and it only hurt when the pack rubbed on it, which I guess was like all the time. But, you know, I just like, I just carried more weight on my shoulders, like towards the what? end, so it didn't hurt so much. But other than that, like my body held up like incredibly well. Um, I mean, other than two infections and COVID and a ruptured disc, I mean, it was fine. I did yeah, great. But, like, I just thought, I just thought that I would be like, being like a runner, you know, like running like an 800 or 1500, it's just like, you're swimming at the end of a race. Like you are, you are at your end. Like, like that's yeah. it. You're on yeah. fume. And yeah. I thought, I, and I know that it's like, hiking is not an anaerobic activity, but right. I kind of analogize it to being like anaerobic that I would at least, I would be like mentally at my end or physically at my end, if not both. And I wasn't at either. And I was yeah. really, really shocked. I was just, I was just really surprised. Yeah, I, I I did I did have like certain routines in place to ensure that I kind of kept my body in check. Like I took a lot of electrolyte replacements. I tried to eat fairly well. I ate a lot. I would stop and stretch during the day. I would do some like yoga through throughout the day and naps. No not naps. naps. No, no naps, Dilo. No. I think there were, I think I took like maybe two throughout the year. You know, Did I'm you? really, I'm really glad to hear you say this because I, with the exception of hiking in New Zealand, every other hike I've ever done, I've always felt like if they were just 500 more miles and I feel like I'm a freak because most people are like, God, I'm ready to be done. You know? Yeah. But like, yeah. I, I, um, I, I really did. Even on the CDT, my body was falling apart. You know, my hiking partner and I, which was disco, we're ready to kill each other. Um, <laughs> but I was like, if, if only we could keep going, you know, or if only I could keep going, you, you can get off the trail, but yeah. I was yeah. done when I got I'm refreshed to hear somebody else feel the same way about it. Well, I was pretty excited to like, when, when I got off the AT, I didn't see another, I saw one northbound through hiker from Hampton, Tennessee until I got off in Kinsman Notch. One. Wow. It was a very, you know, everybody talks about how packed the AT is, how packed the AT right. is. You know, there's so many people, shelters are crowded. I went, I, I started so late in 2012 and I started so early in 2022. I've seen yeah. nobody on the AT. So my whole perception of the <laughs> AT is just a barren, barren trail. So you have all these, you have all these like great things that help hikers 
like shelters and hostels and everything and you know towns close to trail but I'm like man this is a vacant trail and so I was just yeah. really excited to get on the PCT um you know because I had never been on it before really and the weather is great April 17th the cactus the, mm-hmm. like the cacti were at like their zenith of blooming there are people from all over the world everybody's excited the weather's amazing the hiking is easy I would I would start an hour later hiking. I would start, I would finish an hour earlier. I would take an hour for lunch. I would find a swimming hole and I would average eight to 10 miles more on the PCT than I did on the AT. Like for the first, the first 500 miles, I really enjoyed it. I really messed around. It was awesome. And I was still able to like, just do, do very, do pretty high days, you know, with very little consequence to the body. So yeah, I was happy for that. Hey, we're going to have to wrap up here in a minute, but we've got a couple rapid fire questions for you. If you're, if you would indulge us. I'm game. Okay. What was your total weight loss? Zero. Nice. Incredible. Yeah. That in itself is an achievement. Yeah. It it was weird. I actually, in 2012, I gained eight actually. Wow. Um, Craziest wildlife encounter? Probably Western Diamondback, Rattlesnake in the Mojave, or or there was a very curious, very photogenic porcupine in mm. Yellowstone, or there was a fisher cat uh, around the Hat Creek Rim, which is a really like if you don't know what a fisher looks like, no. they're kind of in the they're they're like in the they're weasel like a family, mark, like a mm-hmm. yeah, it's okay, kind of yeah. they're much bigger. Um, and they kind of look like a more elongated fox. All right, next one. If you could put up a billboard, what would it say? <laughs> what? Yeah, I like it. Well, you guys never heard that one before? That's like no, the that's quintessential a common question. question. Yeah. yeah, like on all the podcasts, man. Duh. All the podcasts has nothing I, to do with hiking. I don't. I don't know. This is the first thing that that's coming to my mind. I'm looking. I'm looking at. I'm looking at my Nalgene that a that and uh, a, a former student gave me the sticker and is yeet or be yeeted all right there it is okay there it is how many analogies did you carry zero uh <laughs> stahican bakery did you stop or no yes yes What'd hella cinnamon rolls oh how many good. how many hotel nights i i not, i, I not do have on all trail those. I can't on trail hotel head, nights like, like were there were there any were there yeah any? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There were. How many pounds of marijuana did you buy from the van? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hey, it's been amazing talking to you. Yeah. you we can tell you've got like great energy, and uh, maybe you'd be interested in coming back on another time to talk about one of the other trails that we haven't covered yet that you mentioned. Of course. Kansas Express, thank you so much. This was a blast. Yeah, uh, it was. Sounds like yeah, it almost so sounds like having me. Thanks for reaching the amazing out. race. You make it sound like all of us could just do it and have like a lot of fun. Well, I feel like a big, a big part of, you know, so my friend um, who was in, it was another count. There, there were actually four of us that did a calendar, a calendar year triple crown this year, which is the largest uh, wow. completing class ever. Um, there were thir- 12 that attempted four finish, which is a pretty good. It's a pretty good completion rate. Um, a third of the people that attempted this or 2022 finished. Um, but professor, I don't know if you've 
heard of him. Um, his name is his name is uh, Carl Stanfield. You should check out his Instagram. Super cool dude. Um, he uh, he made a really good point that he's he's like I feel like that. I feel like why a lot of people didn't do or haven't done a calendar year triple crown before is because of accessibility. Hmm. Because I mean, if you can just like, if you can sustain like decent miles and just, just really never take zeros, really, you can do it. Like you, like you don't have to be a fast hiker. You don't even yeah. have to log super, super heavy days, but you have to, you just you have, have to keep at it every day. You, be consistent. Yeah, you keep at yeah. it, like, regardless of weather every single day and just keep yeah. a steady pace and just be very, just very like mentally tenacious. But yeah. I feel like, but most people though, it's a big obstacle of like, you know, surrendering a whole year. Oh yeah. To do this. And it, you know, it's not guaranteed, you know, it's not guaranteed yep. that you do it. Well, you know, even a through hike isn't guaranteed these days. I mean, right. California is either on fire or completely buried in snow. So yeah. Oh, to answer your original question though, I, I am, I'm very purist. I did cover every inch of the AT and the PCT. Um, now the CDT, there were, you know, alternates. Well, the CDT is the only one I care about. So you failed there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at Kansas Express, whenever somebody comes to me, who's about to do the AT as their first through hike, and they want advice, even though I did it like a thousand years ago, so I have no relevant information. The thing I'm like, look, I can go through your pack. I can help you. I can do all this stuff, but I'm going to give you one piece of advice. And it's the only thing I want you to follow. And I tell them, you take the first blue blaze you come to because it will set you free the rest of the trail to make all the decisions you want and have an adventure that's not dictated by a line on a map. Yeah. Bam. You're leading people astray, POD. And so I that's how much people, I care about I, purity on the AT. And I, I tell people, if you walk to the privy on a blue blaze, <laughs> you got to walk back. That's right. Same that is That blaze. is me. That's how disco is too, but I've corrupted him. I've corrupted him. I no, do not like that. Never. I am so not like that. No. No. no you day. smoke way too much weed to be like that. Kansas Express, <laughs> where can people find you online? I know you've got an Instagram account. Is that the best place or do you or do you have yeah, other Yeah, um Jansen um or Kansas Express on Instagram, uh Facebook, Charlie Jansen or Kansas Express on Facebook and then I do have a I do have a pretty sorry YouTube uh, YouTube oh, account cool. um, okay. that I just have like a highlight video and a gear video and I I do plan on on getting more proficient with making you know er everybody is like so good at making videos and I I'm know. just not so um, <laughs> I, will, I will have more on there at some point uh, I think I have like eleven subscribers so I'm 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 crushing it Well you're about to get the trail show bump Yeah man, man. get yeah, ready for like blow thousands up. Thousands yeah, of look YouTube. for Charlie Jansen on YouTube. Yeah, we'll awesome. post a link. Yeah, we'll post yeah. a link. Yep, cool. It's about to get crazy. Yep. We'll get yeah. you some subscribers. Well, Charlie, thank you so yeah. much once yeah. again for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. It was awesome. awesome. Thanks yeah. so much. Cool. Cool. Have a good night. All right. All right, folks, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got a wild card segment where I'm going to tell you about my adventures with COVID 19. And we've got a few trip reports that so don't go anywhere.
This is Andrew Skirka, and I never listen to The Trail Show, despite being on it twice. All right, folks, the show is back. We're back. That was a fun interview with the Kansas Express. We hope you all enjoyed it as much as we did. P.O.D., can you tell us what you're having for Beer of the Month? Yeah, I'm having a juice glass of the Dulce Vida Pineapple Jalapeno. Blanco tequila infused with pineapple and jalapeno and other natural flavors from Austin, Texas. This is compliments of Mike and Sarah, our neighbors. Hey, now. Very, very lovely folks that gave us a whole bottle of this. You may remember that last year in May, they had given us a partial bottle that they had not finished. And I drank it on the show. And you had a partial hangover the next day. Apparently, people were um pleased with that performance so i'm yeah, just the infamous i'm just, I'm just giving the listeners episode. what they want so i i poured myself a tall glass here of, of tequila and i haven't been drinking really for a year so this is probably going to go well well it is our 11th anniversary 11 year anniversary right. episode so we should someone's got to be festive we should probably give ourselves a another round of applause as we golf clap here's continue. the steel pickles still <laughs> Steel I got some steel pickles in my closet. Yeah. All right, some folks. Steel pickle tent steaks. We have Trail a lot of brand. show left to do, but I'm going to take us on a bit of a side trip for the moment. So I went to Utah about three weeks ago and had a grand adventure. There were some spots that I had to yet to visit, both in actually in Colorado and Utah. And those included Canyon of the Ancients National Monument, Hub and Weep um, National Monument, and Monument Valley. For whatever reason, I'd been all around, but never those spots. So I went to those spots, but right before I started that trip, I went down to Manka State Park outside of Durango with POD to join our good friend Swami, All Good, and Iron Mike for a night of camping. And um, as it turns out, one of those people had already been infected by the coronavirus 19 and was asymptomatic, but was subsequently spreading the virus amongst all the peoples. Now, because I don't want to come back on next month and do an apology tour, I'm not going to tell you that all good is the typhoid Mary of long distance hiking. And those people out there that are calling him the typhoid Mary of long distance hiking should stop it right now. And I'm also not going to tell you that the CDT kickoff was a super spreader event because (laughs) I only personally know of six people that got COVID-19 from that event. And there was over 3000 people there. So six people does not make a super spreader event. So quit using that phrase when you talk about the CDT kickoff 2023. What I am going to tell you is that four days after camping with AG at Manka state park, I woke up (laughs) And my throat was a little off. And you know that feeling. You wake up and you're like, you, you swallow and you're like, huh, that's not right. You start to feel cruddy and crappy and like energy started to plummet throughout the day. And I knew I was coming down with something. I didn't think it was COVID-19. But when I got back home that night, I took a test. And for the first time in three years, and I've taken many tests throughout the last three years, for the first time. I saw both lines on that test and I didn't believe it. So I got another test, completely different brand, took that test and I saw both lines again. 
And I was like, well, my luck hath run out. And then the next morning, I made a couple of phone calls, got on the teledoc, and I got a prescription for Paxlovid. Now, some of you may have heard of Paxlovid, some of you may have not, but if you're a little bit older, like me, late 40s, into your 50s and beyond, you can be eligible for this prescription. So, there's, there's some caveats. But anyway, I got the prescription. I immediately started taking it. The next day, I felt better. And the, the following day, I was testing negative. And I was like, holy moly, I, th this is a breeze. I'm done. I was out trail running the following day. I was out hiking a trail running uh, in even longer, like four hour deal two days after that. And I was like, this was nothing. You know, I had a fever that first night and that was it. And um, then all of a sudden on Sunday night, started to got a headache, feeling a little off Monday morning, I woke up my throat, my throat felt a little cruddy again. And I thought, huh, that's interesting. I took a COVID test positive what so i go online and i looked at it's not uncommon for people that have taken paxlovid to have what is called rebound covid and that my friends was about one week ago so i went through covid again um i guess it never it had never left even though all my symptoms were gone and i felt 100 percent um had two nights of fevers had some coughing uh, felt run down, achy the whole bit. And that's all gone. I'm testing negative again. The only thing that's left is like some sinusy stuff, which you can likely hear in my voice. But um, yeah, I've been messing around with COVID for about 16 days now. And I'm just about out of it. But it was kind of an odd thing and an unwelcome thing to go through it twice. And if you think having COVID for 16 days is tough, Try living with a man while he's having COVID I knew you were for 16 days. That. I knew you were going to say that. Did you isolate? Anyway, from, are we done with this man? pity party? Are Wait, we done with did, this pity party? Quick question for POD. Yeah. Did you isolate from the man in your home who had COVID for 16 days? Are you kidding me? I take every opportunity to isolate from the man living in my house. <laughs> 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 yes. So when you he did? came, when yeah. he came down with COVID, he was in Utah, and I was in. Uh, Grand Junction. Well, I'll just talk about my trip right now since we're talking about this. I also, we were all going to rendezvous in Utah. So I was in Utah. I was in Grand Junction. Woo, the tequila's already kicking in. And so he texted me while I was out hiking. I was hiking in the little book cliffs, one of Mags's, the late, the late RIP. Yeah. I did a, a loop hike with my friend Katie. It was supposed to be 18 miles, but it turned out to be 22. Max. And also, she accidentally leaned on a dead goat. So that was pretty awesome. But anyway, the point is, we were apart from each other when he got sick. And so when I came home, I went to the guest room. And I haven't moved back into the marital bedroom yet. Maybe never will. Kind of nice in there by myself. We actually got a call that... that ooh, kind of, ooh, we yes. Yes. We yes. Play it. Play so, it. Let's go ahead and, and hear that. <laughs> Or in other words, El Hikador, Arizona. Viva los gatos, vato. 
Hey, Trail Show. I uh, just got out of the Grand Gulch. Uh, got a oh. nice view of the uh, Bears Ears, those two monuments, two buttes, or with this monument named after up here at Cedar Mesa. And uh, yeah, all is well. Um, bummer you guys couldn't make it POD and uh, Disco. Uh, sorry about the uh, the vid, man. Thanks for thinking of us and, uh, you know, bailing at the last second. That must have been hard, but I uh, appreciate not infecting the rest of us. But anyways, uh, I'm all as well. Um, I'm about two miles from Government Trailhead. I got my shuttle situation all figured out. Uh, there's a, uh, a father and son from Denver, Colorado, and they had the same itinerary as me, but uh, – I'm ahead of them, so I'm just going to camp at their car, and then in the morning, they'll be coming out, and then they'll give me a ride back to the Subi over at Bullet. So, shuttle crisis resolved. Anyways, um, hope you guys are all well, um, and that's it. Maverick, uh, falling out here at uh, Cedar Mesa, Grand Gulch. Bears Ears National Monument. Adios, amigos. Yeah, so we were supposed to meet up with Maverick the, the night of the morning that I started having COVID symptoms. So, yeah, I did. I called him and texted him, texted POD frantically and was like, I'm going back to Salida. I'm not going to go on this hike in the Grand Gulch. Sorry, guys, but I don't want to get anybody else sick. And turns out that was a good decision because I would have given everyone COVID most likely. So, oh, I, I really want to do that hike, though. No, we'll do it again. Big deal. Yeah. Well, we're doing yeah. trip reports. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Triple O. D-Lo, what do you got? I haven't done any trips. And not even acid? Mm, okay. Even I have acid. taken a lot of trips to Goodwill. To the <laughs> um to the resource yard but that's about it cool hello mm -hmm. uh we floated down the saluda river water trails but then we like to do the shuttle we had to run back to the car so you it had was to sort portage of a, you had to portage your inflatable rafts well, there was a takeout halfway of the way we went, and I initially left the car there and ran back to the start. Mm, or, I see. And mm -hmm. then wow. we decided to keep going, and so Tarlin ran back the other part. So it was sort of a hike, mm -hmm. a hike yeah. and paddle combination, a I biathlon, like wow. if you will. That's cool. Yeah. Really? Nice. That was it. That was, cool. the only, that was the only trip. <laughs> Well, we've had some uh, some people that keep taking a trip down to the PayPal button. I'd like to talk about them. Please do. We've got Bernard Wolf. Hey. Russ, not oh. Fuss Kinder. Craig Pisco Gully. What a guy. Bobby Walters. Trevor hey. Smoke It If You Got It, The Bowl, man. Jeffrey Cottonmouth Caldwell. Diane Pinkers. David. Sarcasm the Elf. Vinny. Justin, Quality, Knowles, Ingrid Gerard, Pat, the Bouncer Dixon, The Weekend, Stephen the Hustler, Hustle, Russell, Hustler. Ammon the Brute, Bruce, Renee, Shira, Patrick, 
Shira. Wesley, the haggish addict. Kevin, Chickpea Cross, and Sasha Honeydew Codette. Tebow, not Tim <laughs> Williams. Tommy, the meat popsicle Stevens. Beep, beep. Brandon, lost balls. Where Love did lady. they go? she the switchblady. And Brian, the Big Mac, Namara. Phil Felipe Gilbert. Dave, the old, crusty, ancient, prehistoric geode hail. Haven't seen him on the trail lately. Tony, Sheboygan Brewing Pits. Rachel, Dibama, Die Merchant. Dibama. Dant, the Ho. Oopsin. No, no, no. Richie no. Rich, Lemuel Glasgow. Just Dan Thompson. Mark, Willie G. Homer. Eric, Homer. the robber's son. Daniel Fundip Sharp, Kill Bill Cottrell, Woody, Yukon Caboose Bass, Boots. Matt, Phantom of the Opera, Tim the Hooch Hoochins, Who? Paul True Love, Curtis Ware, Tyler Curtis the Kerminator, Kermit the Kerminator, Ray Fitch, Andrew Paget, Kermoid is like Gatorade. It's just green. It's made from Kermit. Get on the trail. Andrew Paget, Pat. Pipkin. Kurt, Leo, Creed, Newton, Flash. Bob, Quality. Hobo by the River, Evans. Kristen, Fancy Mac, Har, molecule. Victor, Flamingo, Newton. Simon, German Vampire, Rosenfeld. Rosenfeld. Marvin, Maverick, Kassler, El Haikador. El Haikador. Jack, Fly High. Billings, Ooh, Jim, the heathen, Hebner. And we got some one-offs. We've got Alan Ackerson. Sounds like a made-up name, but it's not. Alan Iverson? <laughs> AI? Yes. Nicole Shotgun Kulovitz. Mike Chester. Uh, I feel like there should be another name there, but I don't know. And Jay Griffin. And I'd also like to give a shout-out to the Trenaries, specifically Melody Trinary, who also always listens to the show. Hey, she never, very nice. Not she never not listens. To she the never show. not listens to the show, yeah, unlike totally. our other listeners. Totally, there's a lot of people that never not listen to the show. Or, By the way, while we're giving shout-outs, I want to yeah. point everyone to this guy Chad Caruso. I, I did a quick post about him. He's skateboarding across oh, yeah. the United States. He started in Venice Beach. He's Dude, finishing is... in Virginia Beach, and he's in Virginia right now. He's almost oh, done. He's almost there. But this yeah. is a skateboard. This is not hiking. I'd also not like hiking. to give. It's a paved trail. I'd also like to give a shout out to Dulce Vida. <laughs> the... <laughs> we Dulce got water Vida. trails. We got paved trails, man. I'd like to give a shout out, out? to out? the Tequila really? Trail I'm going down tonight with this lovely bottle right here. May episode the sequel. Here we go. It's gonna be like a thing. Every May, I'm just gonna get totally sloshed and make people uncomfortable. What, as opposed to the way I usually do, I make people uncomfortable when I'm sober. So, you know. How does it feel to have drinks after 12 months? It's so good. It's kind of fun. You know. I bet your tolerance is. Oh, I can already feel. I can already feel my brain. My brain is floating right now already. Oh boy. I mean, I've probably already had about three ounces, but who's measuring? 
Do we have any hotline calls other than El Haikador? Oh, do we have some hotline calls? Oh, boy. Okay. As you know, we had a very, a very controversial show last month. So oh, boy. How so? We might as well dive in and go straight to some complaints that we received. Ooh, I love so complainers. I live with one. Uh, hi, hey, this is Lemuel, and this message is for Swami. I'm driving back from doing trail maintenance on the North Country Trail, and I just wanted to know how many hundreds of hours he volunteered on the North Country Trail. Um, I would like to follow up to that call and say thank you, caller, for that. Well, he, he actually from called beauty. again to reiterate the point. Oh, please. Okay. In fact, you can tell Mr. Swami that I'm using both of my days off this week pretty much the entirety of both days off this week to do trail work on the North Country Trail. That's all right. We'll talk to my connections in the Forest Service and see if we can get him barred from Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, so Swami may be looking at a ban from one of the states. I thought we were going <laughs> to get be hate tough. calls about um, specifically well, what I was saying we, about the PCT. We, we got a, another complaint about Swami, so oh, go ahead and get that oh, this, done with. Please. Good evening, Trail Show. This is Dr. Pierce Bottoms, MD. I am a proctologist, and I am just calling to complain about the comparison your guest Swami made on the last Trail Show comparing hiking the North Country Trail to a month of colonoscopies. That is a horrible, horrible slander on the noble perfection that I am in. Proctology and colonoscopies are a routine and well-understood medical procedure. They are virtually painless for the patient, unlike the North Country Trail. So please refrain from disparaging colonoscopies in future trail shows. Thank you. This has been Dr. Pierce Bottoms again, and I never listened to the trail show. Wow, another dig on the North Country Trail. <laughs> and on Swami. And on Swami. And Swami, was... catching fire from every side. Wow. We also got an interesting update that has an update on... Well, this is a call that has a part of it is an update on the PCT. So I think it's an important School notice for our listeners. Hey, Trail Show. This is Shotgun calling from outside Lone Pine. I have just checked off my second Brett Tucker trail. I've completed the low to high. Phenomenal. 10 out of 10. But that's not why I'm calling. We all know that Brett Tucker is awesome. No report. We want to know what it looks like on the top of Whitney. Am I right? PC Tears? Um, Whitney, beautiful, gorgeous, standing tall, not terribly snow covered, but you do a 360, there is no amount of flipboard that can help you. <laughs> Snowshoes, a couple months uh, floaties. I don't know. It's beautiful, but to all PCT tears out there, you be careful now. I already met one that's hopping a Lake Tahoe, and he still knows he's getting snow. But anyways, I'm off to LAX to pick up my partner and drop him off in Campo. So um, shout out to PCT Class 23. Y'all are crazy. I love it. Go get them. Trail show. Uh, I never listen. 
Bye. Shotgun. PCT skiers. <laughs> <laughs> no amount of tip boys can save you. Wow. <laughs> That's brutal. Um, That's we, also the real deal. Yeah, we tell the truth here on the trail show. Yeah. yeah. You get up We're to the top tellers. of Whitney and you look around and all you see is snow. So much. Except, snow. except on that east side, apparently. Uh, Disco, you'd ask a question about a beer that our, one of our past callers was apparently drinking before they called in. So okay. here's your answer. Good morning, Trail Show. This is Papa Squat. Disco, you wanted to know what beer I was drinking. It was a Stone IPA with a sessionable 9.2 ABV. Oh, I remember this guy. Also, thank you for not banning me from the Trail Show after my call flask. Out. Yeah. So there you go. He, he's definitely a lot more sober that go around than the last. That show. was still a very awkward phone call, though. Yeah. I love it. yeah. Some people are awkward, man. It's okay. Yeah, cool. I live for that. I love awkward people, man. I love yeah. it. I mean, if that guy called right. me up and was like, Gilo, I'd be like, yes. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> We also had a trail show meetup. Mm. Hi, trail show. This is Boo in Slackjaw, northwestern Pennsylvania. We just got done with beers with skunk cabbage and lemuel. Ooh. And we had our, uh, you know, unofficial eastern region of the trail show contingent meeting. <laughs> and it was awesome. Just calling to say hey. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> wow that was nice of them to think of us while they were having some beers and finally we have two calls from voices that trail show nation is very familiar with hey trail show stuff right here we just drove mm. from Maine to pittsburgh in a day and a half and then on the way back we did it in a day with all three of our children which um was an experience and we had plenty of time to listen to the last six trail shows that we had to listen to. Thanks for releasing wow. the April one a little early. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, but I have a story I've been meaning to call in, and I keep waiting for, like, some sort of prompt, like confessions of the trail, something like that. It hasn't happened. And today we went for a hike in Maine with our kids. And afterwards we were going to go get lobster rolls, as you do living in Maine. But we didn't because we ran out of time. But it reminded me of the time that we were hiking the Appalachian Trail when we got into Gorham, New Hampshire. I was really craving a lobster roll. And the McDonald's in Gorham <laughs> had them on the menu. And I got one. And I liked it. And I think I probably lose my Mainer card for saying that. But mm. um, but I'm not going to lie. It was a really enjoyable lobster roll. <laughs> it was different than all the other uh, McDonald's we had eaten on the trail. So. I thought I'd share that with you, being completely honest. Wow. Um, maybe any somebody else has a confession about trail food or something else that they've been holding on to that they want to release into this world. I'd love to hear it. Uh, talk to you soon. Bye. You know, it's too bad she didn't enter our meal fail contest because I feel like ordering lobster at McDonald's is a meal fail. I feel I feel yeah. you, POD. Like, <laughs> but it was a success. Order. It was like yeah, but a lobster on its roll way. McDonald's guy. Dilo, are lobster yeah. rolls a thing in Vermont? No, 
Okay. It's Maine and Maine and New Hampshire. Vermont? So, what? Yeah. No. Vermont. Um, nobody eats lobster rolls in Maine. Vermont, man. No. It's okay. it's Maine and New Hampshire. Okay. Yeah. I had my friend, I remember I was in last in New Hampshire in 2013 at a wedding and I ordered a lobster roll from some food truck and my friend who lives in Massachusetts that I went to university with was like dude why are you ordering a lobster roll we're way up here in the mountains man nobody orders lobster rolls in the mountains mm. so yeah ordering lobster rolls in Gorham from McDonald's, McDonald's. Dilo, can as, you explain... as a Mainer as a Mainer <laughs> for those of us that didn't grow up in Mainer New Hampshire can you explain a lobster roll what is it it's basically just like lobster meat with mayonnaise and a hot dog bun that you pay like $20 for. Ooh, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound very... It tastes good. It can taste okay. quite good, but it really is just lobster meat mixed with mayo on a hot dog roll sold from a food truck for like 20 Probably now with inflation, man, it's probably like $25 a lobster roll. Oh my God. I man. feel like lobster just is... It's a, just a conveyor for butter. It's not like... It doesn't have its own thing. No, I mean, that's how I feel about all shellfish. Everyone's like, "Oh, you gotta dip it in the butter." I'm like, "Can I just dip something else in the butter that's cheaper, like bread?" Yeah, exactly. You know, and not something that's gonna like give me like mercury or that I have to like peel the poop strand out of. Like, can I just dip bread in it? In years past, lobster has been cheaper than chicken in New England. Well, well I don't live in New England, so yeah, so, yeah, that's why you wouldn't eat lobster. Well, by golly. In- in Salida, Colorado, because you're like, oh, let me just go get some lobster from my grocery store. From Safeway. <laughs> oh, did they have a lobster tank at Safeway? <laughs> I, I like, uh, personally, I like to get the Rocky Mountain oyster and lobster roll combo. Did they have from, a lobster? Uh, did they have a lobster tank at Safeway in Salida? <laughs> no, you get it frozen. Delicious. It's right, next, it's right next to the menudo in a can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no lobster tank. By the way, I, I just saw... I'm going to look for lobster the next time I'm there. I'm going to take a picture of it. I just saw hot dogs in a glass jar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. This guy, uh, and he was in the UK. Maybe this is a thing in the UK, but... Imagine like a glass jar of pickles. Well, this was a glass jar filled with eight hot dog wieners. <laughs> well, I mean, what? Yes, what is that? Who? Yesterday, who? yesterday I called my mom to wish her a happy Mother's Day, and she talked about the lovely summer menu they had that day of watermelon, baked beans, and hot dogs. She's like, <laughs> "I'm so sad you weren't here," and I was like, "I'm not." <laughs> That sounds like my worst nightmare, except for the watermelon. Well, that sounds Thank like the daggone nice summer spread to me. Ugh. Nice. <laughs> well, where where Tough Brought is, Bear Sweats is mm. close by. So we also Please. have one last call from Bear Sweats. Yes. Hey, now. Bear Sweats. <laughs> Inspired by Salty's Tale of Lions. I will share my own, if you will. Lions. <gasps> Living that caretaker dream in the White Mountains canvas scent tire. Four o'clock in the morning, bang. Well, that's rude. Who's hitting the bear box? Bang, bang. <laughs> caretaker thinks that's a bear. 
out of the sleeping bag, underwear on, flip-flops on, because you need the right shoes, <laughs> out of the tent, no bear. The bear looks at me, big granddaddy black bear. And it looks at me and proceeds to pepper the bear box five more times. And I say to this bear, I say, the bear, the bear box is locked and chained to a tree. You can't get the food. You should go be a bear and do bear things. And it hits it five more times. And then I say, no bear. You're going to scare these people half to death. You should get, you should get gone. And the bear looks at me and shrugs its shoulders and wanders off into the woods. I says, bear. Thanks for coming and showing yourself. We love you. Have a good day. <laughs> and uh, Bear Switz, back into the sleeping bag for another hour or so before it's uh, coffee time. Man. So there you go. I survived the bear. One of a few times where I've been within legitimately 25 feet of a very large black bear in, in the woods. So there you go. Bear Switz here. Peace and love. Peace and love. Did you hear Tough Broad yeah. totally losing it in the background? Yep. Man, I, I love like, those guys so much. They're I like the best. The, I like the bear. Go do bear things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm bear. doing bear things, Go guy. Bear things. I'm trying to break into this <laughs> locker to get some nut butters. <laughs> that was pretty good, POD. That was quite good. Yeah. It's the tequila. Yeah. Oh, it's kicking in, people. Oh, yeah. Well, stay oh. tuned. We've got one more break. We come back. We got Mike DiLorenzo's Ask a Hiker. Don't go anywhere. Hey gang, it's Connor Shreve from the Brewski Reviewski podcast, and I don't listen to the trail show. It's that time you've been waiting for. It's Ask a Hiker with Mike DiLorenzo. Dilo, do we have any questions this month? We had about 6,000 questions in the mailbag this month, and I whittled it down to one. <laughs> All right, that's... The one best question out of 6,000 questions. It was very hard, ladies and gentlemen, to choose but a single question. I mean, the, the mail just kept coming this month. I I needed a lot of clipboards to organize it all. So anyways, I got through it. I organized it, and it's down to this one question. Here it is. Question number one of one. Dear Trail Show, tell me how to drink coffee on the trail. I haven't found any instant coffee I really like that I can brew up quickly at camp in the morning. I've tried the Starbucks via the Cafe Modelo and even the Nescafe, but they all just kind of suck and lack flavor. What do the wise esteemed hosts of the trail show brew up for their morning coffee when they're out on the trail? And don't tell me you stop drinking coffee when you're on the trail, because I know you don't. Thanks. Love the show. Keep doing God, God's work. And this is, and it's signed, Cheers, Jersey Joe. Well, I feel very well qualified to answer this question. As POD knows, I drink a lot of coffee. Mm. Okay. Yes, please tell us. 
I don't know. I just, I know that if I'm forced to carry little half and half containers on hikes, it annoys me to no end. What? So, half and half container? What are you talking about? You know, like the little like mm -hmm. single portion oh, yeah. half and half thing. So yeah. you have a half and half with your coffee. It's yeah, that's, what you, that's how you make your coffee? I don't drink coffee, so I have to make it for other people. Oh, I see what's happening here. I see. But they do carrying it for your hiking partner. Well, it's just I'm saying carrying it in the general like group gear sense of like it's in our food bag. Have you? I see. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, here's what I'll say. I drink so much coffee every day. Because I love coffee. In fact, I wish that I could only drink coffee and no water because I love coffee so much. And I don't drink coffee on trail. <laughs> I don't do it. It's unbelievable. I, I just switch over to caffeine pills. I mean, I will drink instant coffee and mostly it's gross. It's very sour and acidic. And I just, you know, you just lower your standards. Like, hey, I'm going to drink watered down emergency because that's what I got available to me. And I'm going to be stoked on it. You know, this is, the, this is the best I've found. I would not recommend this on a through hike, this Alpine start. Yeah, uh, it's very expensive. Mm -hmm. I feel like this box of five, five packets of coffee. So five, uh, you know, a, a weekdays, a week's worth of coffee. It's like um, eight dollars, nine dollars. Well, five coffees for nine dollars is not bad when you consider how much it would cost to pay for a coffee. But like I make all my coffee at home, so I'm not going to the store and buying coffee. But I also think that five sachets of coffee is not a work week's worth of coffee. Well, it's That's one like, a morning, really. Well, okay, you're right, but I mean, one a morning is not a week's worth of coffee because there's Maybe. one in the morning, one at noon, one at three p.m. with a little piece of chocolate. So. Oh. Yeah, maybe this maybe the answer to this is really to cut down on your coffee drinking on the trail. That's what I do. I just take caffeine pills. You know, these if you do want that morning coffee, these are what I recommend. They're too pricey for anything more than just a day or two. But I do like these Alpine starts. They come with some non-dairy soy coconut creamer mixed right in there. Comes out kind of a nice nice coffee and cream color. It's all right. Yeah. That's, that's all I got. Yeah. What about one of the pods? Like, a, like, could you just add water? I don't know how those things work. Could you just add water to like a K cup or something? I don't know. Because they have to be brewed. I mean, these are also mm. good. These, these, uh, the well, Bustello. Cafe Bustello. These are also yeah. decent. But you, if you're going to use these, you need to carry two half and half plastic things if you drink half and half with your coffee. So it's either see, and I use yeah. half and half with my coffee, but on yeah. trail, I will mix two packets of instant coffee with like 16 ounces of water. Mm -hmm. The cheapest instant coffee you can find, no sugar, no half and half. And I'm like, this is what trail coffee is, and that's the way it is. And if this is what you want, POD, that's how you're gonna drink it. No complaining. I can't find it at the moment, but I am going to post a link related to this discussion. There's this thing called the Hario V60 plastic coffee dripper. So for people that are familiar with pour over coffee, there is a way to do it ultralight quickly and I guess on the on the cheap more or less while you're on trail. But 
you are going to be left with a filter that contains real yeah, you got to pack grounds. out the grounds. You got to pack that out, which isn't a big deal if you're just out for a couple of days. But like, if you're out for a, you know, a 280 day hike of the Triple Crown, I don't know that you want to be doing pour over coffee every morning. But for some people, you know, that can't stand the taste of instant coffee, which I put myself in that group. It might be a, a decent option on trail, just not for a long distance. I think instant coffee is terrible, but I do drink it cold in the morning sometimes on trail. But but that's just like really like when I'm doing like Alpine summits and stuff like that. For like long distance hiking, I just I just do caffeine pills. And then when you're in town, getting a coffee is so such a treat, you know? Because you haven't had any. Yep. Every food on a trail tastes better than it does in town, like yeah. in like your real life. So I don't see why you can't just ex- get excited about instant coffee. You can, but then you have to carry those little half and half packets that you were complaining about. Yeah. And you pack they them don't, out. No, but you don't. You don't. You just say. Drink it black. You just say, I'm just going to drink it black. Or you can That's put powdered right. milk in there. You can put powdered milk in there, which is, yeah. you know. I don't know. Coffee. I'm a fan of just saying like. It's a different thing. I'm doing a different thing. And so it's different. It's just like the lady at the Chedarawi in Mexico that was looking for like carnation oh, yeah. almond creamer or carnation, you know, frappe yeah. something. I was like, it's not here. Okay. You're in a different place. Just do a different thing here. You'll be okay. Just do it differently. It's fine. She was very upset, Peony. I was upset too. I wanted to slap her. Yeah. Come on, lady. Get the hell out of here. Go have a cafe the oil. You know, be happy with it. I would recommend as one alternative, instead of having morning coffee, maybe you do 10 sun salutations and then you start hiking as quickly as possible. <laughs> you know, or yeah. some kundalini yoga. Okay. <laughs> but then you gotta bring all your white clothes, your little white hat. Yeah. Your mat. Yeah. Uh-oh. Dilo's. Dilo's yelling at the kids, man. They're trying to stay <laughs> up late and they're trying to watch like Rambo movies and missing an action with Chuck Norris. And Dilo, you straighten those kids out? No comment. Okay. <laughs> well, did we address Linking the coffee? Into the abyss. <clears throat> yeah, well, I think we addressed the coffee. Yeah, I think the I think the moral is like you have to you have to be flexible. You have to understand that you're not going to have that beautiful cup of coffee. First thing in the morning on the trail. It's yeah. Not happening. Yeah. But the thing is, you're not going to have it. But you know what? You get so many other things while you're out on trail. You know, like you get amazing yeah, sunsets high and on your own supply. Yes. You get Maybe. to like get to be outside naps. and sleep under the stars and like you get to read be away from books. people. It, it's a matter of, of, of focusing on what you do have. And being like, I can do without this for a few minutes. I'll be okay. And if you really can't handle it, you could take a caffeine pill, I suppose. Yeah, that's what I do. Or you could drink some Cafe Modelo, black, Bustelo. Yeah, sure. Modelo, Bustelo. You could do cowboy coffee. Bustelo, yeah. Cowboy coffee. No, but then you still got to pack the grounds out. You could probably just eat the grounds. Yeah. Yeah. That'll definitely keep you regular. Yeah, totally. I mean, I don't know. I eat apple cores. Why not eat coffee grounds? Yeah. Can't say I've tried it. Don't recommend it. But maybe I will. 
don't apple seeds have like some oh i don't eat the apple seeds i spit the apple seeds out i just eat the apple cores got it yeah yeah they have arsenic or something yeah Yeah, i don't eat those that reminds me did you hear that five thousand pounds of pasta was recently discovered (laughs) discarded in the woods of new jersey Five thousand. Why, why didn't that make this month's trail news? Beauty wouldn't cover it. I sent her the story. <laughs> she wouldn't cover so it pertinent. either. It sounds so pertinent to our trail news segment. Like I barely, yeah. I, I barely yeah. have the patience to to research four news stories, which clearly I didn't. So you know, maybe we haven't covered the North Rim of the Grand Canyon situation <laughs> in any detail. I heard the Grand Canyon North Rim was covered in pasta. <laughs> did, I get, did I get my oh, my boy. stories mixed yeah, up for something? I, think, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's... Did the was the five thousand pounds of pasta before or after it rained? So I feel like it would oh, be like it's interesting you mentioned that because yeah. they, think, after. they think that the pasta came from a house that was the people in it had died and they had been hoarders and they had a lot of pasta and somehow the people emptying the house took it and dumped it in the woods and then it rained and the pasta expanded and was discovered by nosy neighbors who then reported it to the police and the mayor of the town came out and he was upset about the pasta you know this is because italy has actually just called emergency meetings over the price of pasta in the country so maybe oh. this is all related. I mean, this is a real Some thing. Guy in New Jersey's just throwing it in yeah. the damn woods. Well, they hoarded it all. Like they're they're crisis taking talks. a cut out of the global pasta supply to supply their own pasta house in <laughs> New Jersey, and then they died. We're a country in crisis. People, quit throwing your. Did pasta. they die of natural causes or, you know, pasta celiac? I think they died of celiac disease. <laughs> <laughs> Too much gluten, gluten <laughs> pasta, man. <laughs> Folks, this is our 11 year anniversary. I just want right. to remind you once again, we're here to. I think, I think it might be time to think about time of the night, time of the show where we end the show. Yeah, get some okay. pasta. Let's, we're okay. talking about, you know, we're, let's end there, the celiac Dila. disease. Yeah. yeah. All <laughs> the pasta as big as your house. We want to That's think. right. Everyone for tuning in today. Big thanks goes to the Kansas Express for talking to us about hiking the Triple Crown in one calendar year. Many thanks to all our hotline callers. You too can be an audio superstar and you can insult other people and the trails they do maintenance on by calling the hotline at 720-893-2269. Last but definitely not least, thanks goes to all our monthly donors we re-upped our supply of new Trail Show black stickers. We've got big ones now. So get yourself a couple of those while they last. We got I big ones now. The donate button at thetrailshow.com. <laughs> Sometimes we are on social media. You know where we are. Sometimes we're on Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Audible, Apple, Spotify, and other places you download your podcasts. We it's so inviting the way you read it. Want to I just really everyone. want to go to that website now. I mean, if they're Come already up. listening, they clearly have found it. Well, we want to thank everyone for listening and for hiking with us today. We but know they're going to delete it. Podcast to choose from, and we appreciate you hiking with the Trail Show. Come see us again in June for our annual June Gloom Super Bloom. 
which is guaranteed to be full of beers, trails, and nonsense. Until then, I'd like to leave you with some words from the late, great Anthony Bourdain. When dealing with complex transportation issues, the best thing to do is pull up with a cold beer and let someone else figure it out. For POD, D-Lo, Triple-O, and the Kansas Express, I'm Disco Chow. Chow, 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 chow. 11 years. Whoop, whoop. 11 years. 11 years. Whoop, 11 years. We should have had an 11 beers for 11 years night. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 11 over. tequilas for 11 oh, years. We got to start the show over. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Let's start. It's only... <laughs> Triple O, what time is it in South Carolina? Right Only 11.23. I think if we start now, we're done by 2 a.m. your time. Perfect. Well, I guess um, we, can, we can do the whole show over again. Do you think we could get Kansas Express? <laughs> well, yeah, on? he's in California, so yeah, it's early totally. for him. Totally. Yeah, Chico, yeah. man. It's like hey, somebody four, call him up. Hey, we're going to do the show. We actually, we're going to do the show again with more <laughs> beer. Could you talk to us for another 45 minutes? <laughs> Eleven years, eleven beers. Dulce vida happened. Dulce vida. Okay. All right, folks. I gotta go to bed. I gotta. Okay. Oh yeah. Good night. Happy anniversary, guys. I love this. Eleven years, eleven beers. I hid my isobutane fuel in the bug spray in a bush outside the airport. You take the first blue blaze you come to because it will set you free the rest of the trail to make all the decisions you want and have an adventure that's not dictated by a line on a map. And I was ready to see friends and family. You know, it was like the week before Thanksgiving and I was ready to, I was ready to eat. Man, nobody orders lobster rolls in the mountains. You should go be a band, do bad things. Folks, this is the 11 year anniversary. This is what Dilo, please read the label on your clipboard. This is a letter size clipboard that came in a three pack from Staples. You might so also there's two say, more. 
It's a planche or pince format letter. Pack trois. Or trois. Pack trois. It's a French. Uh, it's a nine by 12 inch or 22.86 by 30.48 centimeters. It's from the Staples brand group, which is located at 500 Staples Drive in Framingham, Massachusetts. 01702 USA. That's near it's the manufactured AT. for yeah, good Staples. for resupply. It is manufactured Fabrique Pour Staples, the Office Superstore Limited Liability Corporation, made in China. Fabrique and Chin Packing Design Conception Graphique. Copyright 2012's Staples Inc. All rights reserved. Toots Dwats Reserve. That's the label. I, I the wonder back. how how uh, Virgil yeah. feels about that pronunciation. Yeah, do not do it. not. It, uh, actually, you know what it says right here on the bottom of this label? It says, "Do not remove this label." 